Money FM 89.3, best of the breakfast huddle. Mind your business with the breakfast huddle only on Money FM 89.3. Money FM 89.3. Good morning. It's the Breakfast Huddle. I'm Elliot Danker. It's time now for Mind Your Business. And since the turn of the decade, the world has witnessed unforeseen crises of different magnitudes, from the Suez Canal blockage to the ongoing COVID-19 pandemic. And of course, we have the Russia-Ukraine conflict that's going on as well. These occurrences corroborate the fact that there will be uncertainties around us, no matter what. Navigating in times of vulnerability can be exceptionally daunting. But what can businesses do besides using best practices of resilience, for example? Can adopting an anti-fragile mindset be a possible remedy in allowing businesses to conquer and even thrive in any oncoming shocks? Well, on the line with me this morning is Charlie Ang, Principal, Future Ready and Senior Principal Strategist for SBH Media. Charlie, good morning. How are you? Thank you for having me uh, on the show. I'm uh, looking forward to this uh, conversation, which I'm sure will be quite uh, interesting. It is because, Charlie, you are a digital futurist, innovation strategist and disruption advisor. Before we get into, you know, what exactly you do, how do you earn yourself that title? Because it's really damn cool. (laughs) (laughs) I mean, I started as a futurist. So uh, as I helped, organizations and executives understand, you know, what are the trends that are will be the reality in years to come. Um, I realized that knowing is not enough. So how, what kind of preparation and what kind of execution, uh, new ways of thinking that is required. And oftentimes it involves transformation, it involves innovation, right? So uh, how can companies, you know, adopt new mental models so that they operate in a very different way in a new, different environment? Mm-hmm. I hope I can earn myself that title one day, maybe a media futurist or something like that. But you are here at SBH Media. Tell us a little bit more about your role and what do you see, you know, when it comes to fourth industrial revolution, metaverse, web 3.0? These are so many overlapping factors. Exactly. So there's a lot going on because we are on this, uh, what I call a perfect storm in 2020s. I've been speaking about this for the last three years before COVID hits. And one of the uh, major themes is around the next technology revolution. We call it the fourth industrial revolution. So we've been talking about it for many years. I've been writing about this since 2013. And I have an article called Preparing for Singapore 4.0. Essentially, this switch paradigm shift is happening in this decade is taking off so along this fourth industrial revolution there are other similar related terms like the metaverse web 3 so it poses a existential threat to many companies and how do they uh, adapt and innovate and transform themselves so that they are ready for this future rather than waiting for it to hit them so my role in SPH media is essentially uh, about how to gear up the organization, the tech group, our products uh, for this new paradigm. Mm. Today, we are still largely in the web 2.0 environment, so we are going to web 3.0. Yeah, you emphasize a lot on mindset when it comes to this. And I do want to understand a little bit more about that because I think it's quite fascinating. So it's essentially bye-bye to having a very rigid sort of business model. Not to say you have to be fluid, but you have to have a growth mindset, I would say. Growth mindset is certainly a key part of uh, what I kind of share with uh, my audiences. But I have uh, two, what I call a meta model. Not okay. a mental model, but a meta model. It's, okay. it's very fundamental to how we are wired 
as individuals and as organizations uh, in terms of at a very fundamental level, just like operating system, we are not talking about apps level, we are talking about how our operating system has to be upgraded. So I wrote about these two models uh, in Business Times article just in the last two years. So I'm very delighted that, you know, this conversation, I can combine these two into a single uh, discussion that we are having here. Mm-hmm. So, I mean, there are two of these. So one of them is called anti-fragile and the other one is a future back thinking. Okay. okay. So let's talk about anti-fragile. I like that one, actually. Anti-fragile is something I must admit is not easy to understand. Mm. But once you get it, you know, just like what I say, it's a permanent upgrade to your operating system, your mental operating system. And today, it underpins everything that I do and I think about. So anti-fragile, why there's an anti in front is because there is no equivalent term in the past. So we all know that what is fragile? Fragile is like a glass. You drop on the floor, you'll break. So that's very easy to understand. But what is now top of the mind is resilience. So resilience is like a basketball. Upon impact, it doesn't break. It remains the same, which is good. We all need to achieve some level of resilience. But anti-fragile is something beyond that. So imagine fragile is minus one Mm. and resilient is zero because it's neutral. But is it possible to have this mindset that is plus one, which means that after every crisis, we actually become stronger. So our human brains are actually very anti-fragile. You know, we absorb many, many things. Our brains will grow. We go to the gym, you know, put stress on our bodies so that our muscles grow. Mm-hmm. And nature itself is very anti-fragile. You know, a very hostile environment over millions of years, uh, many existential events. But yet, you know, the life forms on Earth evolve to become more and more sophisticated. So you can imagine this is kind of abstract. And then uh, later on, we'll kind of go through some examples to illustrate this. I would love to hear those examples uh, right now, actually. And before you share with us, this does mean that every employee in that sense has to adopt a more leadership approach, even if, you know, you have leaders on top of you in order to achieve this anti-fragile mindset. Otherwise, you're just listening to instructions, right? Yeah, this is the new way to go to work. Exactly. So uh, anti-fragile affects us at so many levels. Mm. It affects us as what I call the four C's, our country, our companies, us as citizens, as people, and even our children. So even when I raise my children, I'm using an anti-fragile approach so that uh, when they go to the workforce in 2030, the more fluid, the more volatile the world is, the more they will thrive instead of struggle. Okay. I mean, you mentioned some examples. Maybe you could give us one. Mm. The favorite example I like to give is actually Singapore. Right. I mean, since day one, the founding of the country, we were evicted from Malaysia. I mean, we could have been just another country struggling to survive, but we took that as an opportunity to reinvent society in a multiracial format. Mm. And in a way, that has become our strength and our unique selling point in a very globalized way. Uh, subsequent crises, such as the pullout of British forces in the early 1970s, that consists of 20% of our GDP at that time. But we were able to reinvent our economy uh, so that we attract uh, multinational investments. I think the rest is history. Yeah. Uh, another crisis is uh, SARS. I like to use SARS as an example because it's relevant to COVID today. Yeah. And the countries, in this case Singapore, uh, that experience SARS are able to build up their healthcare system, their protocols, so that when the next 
pandemic hits, which is COVID now, we are better prepared for it. So mm-hmm. sometimes a small crisis is good so that when a big crisis hits, you are able to perform better or even you are able to avert the big crisis if it's within your control. Mm. But to be fair... Singapore is... Exactly. And Singapore is a great example of this. In fact, I would like to think that the combination of COVID and Ukraine war today in the grand scheme of things is actually a small crisis that will prepare us for the bigger crisis which I call the climate emergency just decades down the road because the world will be quite chaotic. I do want to get to the second growth mindset in case we do run out of time. It's very much like you live in this situation where you don't accept a new normal. Every day is a new normal. Tell us about the second mindset that you mentioned earlier on. Yes, I mean, we always talk about new normal after a crisis. But in this case, I do not see this as a new normal because a new normal assumes that we stabilize on a stable state. Um, whereas I do not think there will be a stable state anymore because the state is always changing, evolving. And the reason for that is that in this decade, we are facing a form negative uh, mega trends. I'll say, for example, I mean, the fall is the fourth industrial revolution, the geopolitical disorder, the climate emergency, and then the aging demographics. So this forced us to go through a systemic change in terms of national governance, in terms of global economy, in terms of even the jobs of the future. So it's no longer a stable state because these systems are trying to transform to a new environment just as we are trying to uh, evolve our companies to the new reality. Mm-hmm. But when we bear all these factors in mind, I mean, much like you would bear any philosophy in life in mind, a business would look at this and say, so how do I look at the next paradigm? How do I adopt the right mindset in terms of uh, investing in the next paradigm? I and mean, what would your advice be there? That's a great question. But maybe let me just make a couple of quick points on the anti-fragility for Businesses there, I quickly jump yeah, into the, the future back approach. So the, today, companies can no longer take survival for granted because they do not know what is the scale and size of the next crisis and the timing, right? So they need to optimize for long-term survivability over short-term profitability and efficiency. Uh, so companies shouldn't overgrow, over-leverage. They should have options on the table. Mm. Uh, they have enough resources and buffer. And secondly is that Thinking about reacting to this crisis or volatile times is not enough. You need to be able to execute accordingly, which means that your internal infrastructure, your operations, your IT systems need to be agile and flexible. Mm. So just to give you examples, so one example is ServiceNow. So they have a customer and employee workflow platforms that allows companies to easily build and customize and adopt their applications to quickly respond to fluid business environment and unexpected crises. Okay. Yeah. And maybe let's let me give you two more quick points. Sure. One is that during good times, plan for the bad times. So there's always silver lining. How do you see the opportunities that emerge in this new environment and take advantage of it? Secondly is that learn from others. Learn from your own tribulations is good, but it's even better if you learn from others because, you know, you are crowdsourcing your wisdom. <laughs> So I think that's something very important. Yeah. You have a bit of a, how should I say, more than just fluid. It's kind of having a flexibility and complexity sort of mindset as well. Exactly. Great conversation. Thank you so much for taking the time to speak with me. I've been speaking with Charlie Ang, Principal Future Ready and Senior Principal Strategist for SBH Media. Charlie, thanks again for your time. Take care. Have a great day ahead. Yeah. Thank you very much, Elit. 
To listen to more great interviews, download our podcasts at moneyfm893.sg or download the SPH Radio app available on Google Play or the App Store.